Hello everyone, this is your host of Somewhat Radio, Spencer Rogers here, and today is February 16th, 2018, it is 10.34am, and today I want to talk about building a microcamper. With building a microcamper, you have to choose the right build body for the vehicle, if that's the right word. So you'd have to choose what style of vehicle you want. A box van, which is mainly what you're going to go for. Or you can buy a cutaway cab chassis that's brand new from a company like Ford. And build off of that and create your own. From scratch, basically. Which isn't a half bad idea. And I kind of like it because it's not that... It's too big or too small, it's just right. And with a micro camper van, you might want to go for your first build. I would recommend the E350 pre-built one or a Chevy Express. They're both about the same size, but still, I would go for the E350 because I like Ford, the company. And with it, if you want to go start off with a build that's not overwhelming, uh, go and buy one of these cargo vans and take advantage of it. Use the cargo van to your advantage by seeing how much space you have. And if the van is the right price, buy it. And that's one expense you no longer have to worry about is continuing to pay brand new payments on a quote-unquote vehicle, like how you would if you bought a cutaway chassis. Which means you have more spending money on creating the interior and adding things you would personally like. Now, there's several things you might want in in the vehicle, such as uh, water, uh, and you, besides having water, you might also want electric. So you should so need water tanks, water pump, if you wanted a sink. And then for electric, you'd need batteries, solar panel, controller, um, charge controllers, uh, and you'd also need the proper wiring stuff and outlets for depending on what type of outlets you wanted, unless you're using the inverter directly, but still that's up to personal preference on what you'd want to use. So with the personal preference, I'd actually choose to create wiring to wire in at least like two outlets in the van, because that's all you really need, especially in a box van. Maybe three at most, basically one on each side and one all the way almost to the front, right behind the cab seats. That'd be good enough, in my opinion. And you know what? If that's good in my opinion, then I think that's pretty good enough for everyone else too. Because if you're using the micro camper as just a, a fun travel getaway vehicle, you don't really need to bring a lot of electronic stuff with you. And if you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, yeah, you might need to use like one or two, one outlet, 
like both plugs if needed or if you needed more you could always go down to the to your local walmart or whatever and buy those plugs that have they basically plug into one single outlet with a double like with one plug on top and the other plug on bottom and that's it and you plug that in and you get six now that i can see people doing in a micro camper van or buying a power strip that actually has a breaker that turns the strip off if it gets overloaded which again is also a good thing if that's also another thing I forgot to mention. If you're going to build an electrical system, use fuses and breakers too, so that way, if anything does blow, it doesn't destroy your system. Oh boy, that'd just be a nightmare and very expensive to fix. Anyway, with that out of the way, the next thing on the docket is what would you use to cook? I know there's a lot of people who take... Um, basically, they have like a counter where they have like a, a flat top stove or a stove that basically has like a lift up piece of glass that they fold down and it becomes flush with the counter and they have a sink right next to it with, again, something similar to wash their hands, wash food with. And with that, there's nothing else really you would need besides those two things. Because if you did, I mean, that's a little bit overkill. And with the flat stop top stove, you have the ability to actually choose. There's a lot of options. You can buy a camping stove. Um, for example, you can go out and buy one of those Coleman butane stoves with cans of butane that look like hairspray. That's the best way I can describe it. Like a can of hairspray, but fuel for a stove. And with that, you can basically mount it flush with the counter and things like that if you wanted to. But still, you could do that if you wanted to. Or you can also buy a Coleman uh, mini propane canister stove. If you wanted to. And put it in the van. And use that as your stove. It could be a two burner one, which is a common one. Or you can use it for a propane grill. Again, that's another common one that you can do. Um, there's different options. Or you can actually get a real propane grill, I mean stove, and get a propane tank that you'd use for an outdoor grill. And with that propane tank, you can use it for any other regular appliance, whether it be a... Um, you could also, like, a propane heater if you wanted to, if you had the space for it. But again, these are just some things you could do. But then you also have to figure in what type of bed you're going to do. Um, whether you want to actually put in, like, a futon, which is a folding couch, if you have enough room. Or you can actually put in a small bed that would fit in the size of the van, if you wanted to. And, yeah, those are some of the main things you'd really need. Uh, because... You, if you want to travel light, you have to realize what you want and how you're going to do it. One of the main things is how you want... How you're going to have your sleeping arrangements is a big important. It, and... Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about, um, 
other appliances such as uh, um, a refrigerator. Like what type of refrigerator would you want to be put into your micro camper? You could add in a, for instance, a, a cooler fridge. There are such things as cooler, well actually they're called chest refrigerators, where they're like a cooler but they're a refrigerator. And they can run off 12 volt electricity or main, so basically your standard house electric um, electricity, or you can plug them into your solar system and have it powered that way. And that is actually a common thing that people do in their micro camper vans, whether it be now with Dodge Promasters or again the E350s or Chevy Expresses. Whenever they do a refrigerator, they do one of those things. And it actually is a great space saver because you can use the top of it for something like storage or depending on how low you if you have it sitting with everything you can have it for like an extra counter space when it's closed which is a very neat and nifty thing to do with it um and that's that comes to the next thing i want to talk about is storage when you build it you have to figure out where you're gonna put things like clothing dry food that's which i mean by that is like bread canned food um boxed food like mac and cheese or something like that you got to figure out where you're going to put your food especially the dry food if it's cold stuff like eggs or meat or ice cream or whatever you want to put in that chest free refrigerator freezer because there are those type of combos by all means do that but you got to figure out where you're going to put your things you need toiletries and clothing so yeah that's that's a main thing and main concern people would have and i would especially have with micro camping is where am i going to put some of my necessities or not really necessities but stuff i'll need when i'm traveling so with that being said, um, I think you should figure out what you want to do for storage. Whether you're actually going to build some sort of shelving units that's going to be screwed into the walls of the vans for clothing and other things. Because I know people, when they create their micro campers, they can they usually put their, especially in a small box van like a Express or E350, they put the water tank and propane tanks if they choose to have that and batteries under this their counter space while also having some accessibility to some form of storage and I actually would enjoy having storage in in a micro camper and and any available space possible so under the bed in front of the bed to side of the bed even um, because if you're micro camping you have to you have to understand what you're trying to do for your design plan before you even start building because having your design sorted out is 
way better than actually going, hmm, what do I want to do when you first get your van? And I actually do have a plan. Um, with my micro camper, I want the, the bed to be in the rear of the van. So that way I can have it right close to the doors, the rear doors. So that way I can actually, because there's a thing I want to do is create a rear and side awning. If the van does have, for the side awning will be if the van has a side opening door. But if not, then it'll be a rear awning for rear entrance and exits. But still. I would like to have the van with awning and things like that for nice camping at campsites. And if I have that set up with my bed in the back, I can figure out, alright, if I, what am I going to do to store, what am I going to have stored under the bed? And I'll most likely store the batteries under the bed. Maybe half of the bed will basically be taken up by the batteries and the fuse boxes or whatever and if I lift up the bed and there will be a panel underneath it that I can lift up under the the support of the bed to use basically and do that which would be very very helpful so it, it it's it would be very helpful to have some storage for the batteries and some storage for like regular things like um, or, like, I might use under the bed as, like, a quote-unquote garage. Although the van might not be big enough for a garage, a full garage, it might be just big enough for the storage under the bed who would and could be turned into a garage storage. So I could have a jumper cables, a shovel, um, a battery jump pack, uh, a mini air compressor that can run off 12 volts. Um, maybe even a spare tire if needed. But still, that'd be a good thing to do. Um, and with extra storage, I might... Like, for underneath cabinets and things. Um, I need... I want a small water tank... So that way I can get a second water tank that's about the same size because if I'm, I'm not going to have a, a dump water tank as you would probably call it um, where you would uh, basically have the water dumped outside of the micro camper. I would want two storage tanks. Again, the gray water tank and the regular water tank. Because, um, like, let's just say five gallons each. So I'd basically have five gallons of water. And if I get it to some place where I can refill the water tank, I can empty out the other water tank. And yes, I know, it, it, it's not like it'd be sewage or anything, because I'm, I don't plan on doing that. Um, with this, I actually plan on... Um, when I'm traveling, most likely to either, if when I'm traveling and I'm at campsites, go to the showers, per se, of like, like the, sh 
shower bathroom areas of the campsites that I would go to or use like Walmart or whatever for the bathroom or any store I passed if they had a bathroom use that bathroom in the store and with that I being said I do <laughs> I don't think that if I did a micro camper van with it Express or E350 that I wouldn't that it takes the fun out of it if you do put a bathroom in there because it takes out the adventure part because if you like if you go to a gas station most gas stations do have one bathroom or maybe two like for male and female but still if you have to stop at a gas station why not you just use the bathroom there anyway? That, that's basically what my point is for that. Or even if you have to go to the store to stock up on food. Again, bathroom. It's have, it's, most stores are going to have bathrooms, so use the bathroom there. Uh, it, it's, it's what I like. And even if you don't are at a store and you're like at a campsite or whatever... It, it's just gonna be fun just to get out there and adventure you know because if you just go out there and adventure there's not a lot of things that can go wrong adventuring is what makes life fun and if you can't have a little fun in life then why bother talking about having plans for the future if you don't plan on having a little fun creating a micro camper and traveling sounds like fun and I want to have some fun in my life building it would be an adventure in itself and traveling in it would be a bigger adventure it'd still be an adventure nonetheless but an adventure is an adventure so yeah I don't see a problem with it at all so yeah I guess this concludes this podcast of SWR with my micro camping section um this is not the last episode of the micro camping topic but this is the uh, end of this week's episode and I would like to say thank you for all you listeners out there that are listening and keep on coming back to listen to my podcast um and one thing i'd like to say is that i tried to do a very different format this week and i would like some feedback on how it worked if you think it worked or not i would very much appreciate the input and any input that you provide that is constructive, I thank you. And so I would also like to say that I did not do all these clips or if you notice if there is a long pause in between in between each and every segment is because I did not do these segments chronologically. I basically did them throughout the day. Um, but at the end of the day, this one, this, this podcast is going up, I will say that I did not 
do them throughout the day. I think I did, like, two or three of them and in the morning, and then I did the rest of them at night. Which is why my voice might have changed tones or changed volume at all throughout any of the clips. But I did try to be as if I was continuing talking, if that worked, which I'm hoping it did. It will all be intact. So anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of SWR. And I hope that you'll come back for my next episode.